0: the entire movie is just training school.
1: The only thing that goes faster than the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit is an actual NASCAR car in Talladega Nights and the only thing going faster than that is a friggin' jet.
0: I see how you've connected all of these things.
1: Boom, boom, boom.
0: Brayden likes to go fast. (laughs) Yes, he does. America's
1: built on speed. Hot, dirty, nasty speed. Eleanor Roosevelt. (laughs) Michael Scott. Okay.
0: You're listening to Atlas Now Streaming, the podcast where we talk about your favorite movies, television shows, and documentaries on streaming platforms. Atlas Now Streaming is produced by Atlas Man staff with your hosts Jamie Zarlingo and Nina Granger.
2: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Atlas Now Streaming. My name is Jamie, and I'm Nina. So Nina and I have been talking about our podcast. We're just uh, over 70 episodes in and we've been through a lot. There's been a lot of changes And just over time, we realized we wanted to do something a little different. So we have decided that every other week, uh, it was going to be once a month, but we decided to do this every other week because we actually got quite the feedback from our Atlas recruiters that we are going to have a guest on to kind of just talk about what they like to watch, their favorite movies, their favorite shows. It's going to get more of our recruiters involved. So you guys get a chance to get to know them. And also it kind of takes the pressure off of Nina and I to constantly be watching watching something. Um, me having a one-year-old at home and, of course, our jobs and our lives, it can get a little hard to constantly be watching something. So um, I think this is the right fit and the way to go to make this podcast even more fun and involve more of you. So with that being said, uh, this is kind of our pilot episode for that. And we have invited, of course, one of our good friends and a frequent guest on our show, Mr. Braden Bokes. How are you doing, sir?
1: i'm doing (laughs) thank thank you for the fanfare entrance um my theme song is available now streaming on spotify um it's just a lot of sirens are you sure it's not
2: any man of mine or jolene (laughs)
1: um funny story about any man of mine but it's not the appropriate place for that conversation so um
2: you'll have to tell us after when we're not recording anymore
1: well I know how to line dance to any man of mine, but it is a like woo girl type line dance. So back when I was uh, younger, let's just go with that. Okay. And, uh, you know, wasn't married, single, going to the bar like every single night. And so I would go and do like any line dance that I knew. And so frequently it'd be like, 30 woo girls from bachelorette parties and stuff out there doing a line dance to any man of mine and uh my blonde butt just out there shaking what the good lord gave me (laughs) i would love to see bar hopping
2: brayden i got to see a little taste of that when we went to dc but i don't know
0: that that sounds like a fun brayden
1: bar hop brayden is uh He's not an adult. He needs supervision.
0: No, Brayden's a dad now, so he's not as cool as he used
1: to be. Excuse me. I'm always cool. It's just by definition who I am.
2: Dad Brayden is pretty cool, too. That's pretty much the only Brayden that I've known is Dad Brayden,
0: so. True. Well, Brayden, tell us about yourself other than your history of line dancing. Yes.
1: Uh, Well, um, I am a father to a two-year-old, or just short of two-year-old, although you can't tell because she's going through her terrible twos now. Uh, so that's one strong opinion, one opinionated woman in my household. Uh, I'm married to my wife, Aretha. We've been married for five years. Another strong opinionated woman in my household. And we have a dog who is also strong and opinionated. So, uh, and,
2: Brayden, how long have you been working at Atlas?
1: I have been working at Atlas for... Two years and two and a half weeks now. Nice. It started in June, like June 25th of 2018, in the year of our Lord.
2: And y'all, if you have been watching our content since the beginning, Braden's first ever video was him dressing mm-hmm. up as Uncle Sam right before the 4th of July. And it has become a yearly tradition at Atlas for Uncle Sam to come out of the woodwork, so to speak. And I'm here for it. I love Uncle Sam. He is actually Braden Books in parentheses Uncle Sam in my phone. So tells you how much that stuck with me.
1: I tell my first airing as Uncle Sam story to like just about every brand new traveler I talk to. Um, I tell them it's like an Easter egg that if they want to go look through our content, they can find me dressed as Uncle Sam, and also how I had started a new job at Atlas Med Staff, and like. I've always kind of been who I am. I know that's kind of a shocker, but it probably makes sense. Um, but I thought, you know, Hey, new job, new Braden. like I'm going to be quieter. I'm going to be like more put together.
0: Um, I don't need to be like,
1: I don't need to be like the clown kind of guy. Um, and then day three, uh, here comes the brand team. Hey, we need some help with something. Can you help us? Okay, cool. Yeah, new job. Obviously I'm gonna say yes to helping anybody. What can I do? Uh come here. Follow you guys to the studio. You hand me the Uncle Sam costume and say, Hey, we need you to put this on and uh be Uncle Sam on camera. Right then and there, I was like, Well, there goes that whole plan. Here comes old Braden. Do you guys have a script or anything? Like, what do you want me to do? I don't know, just do some Uncle Sam stuff. And then that's 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 me. That's my debut on atlas tv
0: and he's also santa claus yes
1: no No, i'm not no nobody knows that
0: he's not santa claus santa is santa obviously obviously
1: obviously
2: yeah so brayden if you again if you follow our content is in quite a lot of it brayden always volunteers to be in our podcast to be in our daily videos and we love him for it. Whenever we need a body, whenever we need a fun presence, <laughs> a physical body.
1: Like the Army, Braden has a pulse. And we <laughs> can get him on board.
2: No, Braden, you are so great in front of the camera. You are great on our podcasts. Um, I've loved having you on uh, streaming uh, all the episodes you've been on before. You were on our podcast. Uh, office versus parks and rec episode and we we get bumped heads a little bit there you were on our episode for the boys you were on our episode for space force we love having you on and so we kind of figured since all of us get along so well that you would be a great first guest for this new this new thing we're doing with the podcast so Let's get into it. So let's talk about your favorite movies. We all have our favorite movies that we can watch over and over again and that kind of explain like who we are as people. And Brayden, I already know your favorite movies, but why don't you go ahead and tell everybody else what your, well, first of all, what's your genre of choice? Like if you had to pick a type of movie to watch, what would you pick?
1: Uh, two genres, cars and comedies. Like I just love car movies and i just love comedies
2: solid all right so So, what is your what are your favorites and tell us a little bit about them
1: so this one's kind of hard so i love movies like just the whole experience like going to the movie theater and getting the popcorn and like just watching movies has always been like a huge part of what i love to do um at Atlas back when we were much, much smaller and we could fit people into one movie theater. I realized, man, I really love where I'm working when we hit a point where it was like, all right, we've, we've done enough work for this week. Next week, we're having a movie day on Tuesday. I'm like, I get to go to work and watch a movie. Frick. Yeah. Sign me up. I'm already here though. You've already got all my paperwork and my bank account information. So, um, Picking a favorite movie is really hard for me because they kind of change. But the constants in my top five are three movies, and I think they're all fairly similar. Talladega Nights, Smoking the Bandit, and Top Freaking Gun. There's nothing more American than those three movies. Fight me, (laughs) IRL.
0: Okay, so your top three then are Talladega Nights, which you can stream on Hulu, Um, Smoking the Bandit, which you have to pay for, unfortunately, and also Top Gun, you have to pay for, unless you own it because they're old movies.
1: Excuse me. Also, they're on TV, I think. Classics.
0: Classics, sure. I'm pretty sure Top Gun's on TV quite a bit, Um, but Talladega Nights is on Hulu, and you can watch it. Anytime, if you need some wolves.
2: Brayden, who are the main actors in *Talladega Nights*? What are some big names?
1: Uh, *Talladega Nights* has the comedy genius of Will Ferrell and John C. Reilly, um, and then it also. So this is this is where my like movie knowledge is like really lacking. I know faces, but I don't ever remember names. Um, but it's got. So, Will Ferrell, John C. Reilly, uh Sacha Baron Cohen.
2: Sacha Baron Cohen, as Sacha in Baron Borat.
1: Yeah, yes. As in, I hate Borat. What a terrible movie.
2: You know, his, like, right. I don't even know what you would call him, like, performance art films. I don't even know. Are very interesting yeah. and are definitely not for everybody. But, no, I, I I think he's brilliant, though. Have you guys ever seen... Um, mm Sweeney LG Todd in the house? No, <laughs> Sweeney Todd. You guys ever seen the movie of of that? Yeah.
1: So he is a. You mean the Demon Barber of Fleet Street?
2: Yes, of course. I mean the Demon Barber of Fleet Street with the one and only Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter. But Sacha Baron Cohen has a beautiful voice. Like he's and he's is able to do all these different
0: accents. Like he's extremely talented. He is. He's actually in a ton of movies. Now that I'm looking at his. Um... All of the films that he's been in, he was in Bruno, also um, kind of on the same level as Borat. Um, can I can I interject for a second? I actually on yeah. my memories
2: that I saw Bruno at midnight in theaters, like on this day, like eleven years ago. That movie is okay. ridiculous. It was not the best decision to see that at midnight. That crowd was, I bet, interesting to say the least.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say, what kind of crowd goes to see Borat at midnight?
2: Not Borat. Can you just can. Not Borat. Oh, Bruno. 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 Oh. Yeah.
1: So even worse. <laughs>
0: even weirder. I'll yeah. I'll just leave it at that. Um. He was also a voice in Madagascar. I'm not sure who he plays. Was um, he the lemur? Like the not the lemur? Is it, wait? Is it a lemur? The
2: you I mean like the King movie?
1: Julian.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: He is Night. King Julian. Night. I like to move it, move it. Yeah,
0: in all of the Madagascar films. Um, he's also in Acre Man 2 and Dinner for Schmucks.
1: He's in a lot of like satirical-ish yeah. comedies. Sat- I don't know if sat- satire is the right thing, but...
2: Like I said, performance art. I don't really know what to... Like the stuff that he has done on his own, like Bruno and Borat, I don't know what I would categorize it as.
0: Um'm also married to Isla Fisher, who is like so beautiful. I love her so much. What an odd couple in my mind. Sometimes, you know, opposites attract.
2: Paula Abdul said mm-hmm. it, and she was right. True. Um, so tell us what's the what's the basic plot of Talladega Nights?
1: Oh, but real quick, also, Gary Cole's in it, uh, Jane Lynch is in it, uh, Michael Clark Duncan is in Talladega Nights. Like, it's a pretty Rounded out cast of big names.
2: I haven't seen this movie in so uh, long. I forgot
0: all those people were in it.
1: Jack McBrier's in it. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a ton of people in there.
0: Jane Lynch always has like little roles in shows, and she's always amazing and hilarious. She's, she's a
1: like a perfect supporting actress. Yes,
0: she's got she such does. an attitude. She
1: does. Um, yes. Tell so us the, about the, plot. the premise of Talladega Nights is. Uh Ricky Bobby, who has two two first names, um, is is born. His dad is uh, you know his his parents aren't together, but his dad is like a amateur stock car racer, race driver, but he's also not super consistent on that. you know it's a pretty typical family type story. Uh, but he grows up wanting to go fast. and so he and his best friend uh cal notton jr uh end up working as uh workers in like on a pit crew for a nascar team and it's a terrible nascar team it's just a terrible driver like they never win and uh so the the uh driver of that car the like the lucky clown liquor car or something like that um Ends up, he basically, he just, like, gets out, goes in the middle of a race and goes in and gets, like, a chicken sandwich from the concession stand. And, you know, he's got to make a phone call and then use the restroom, and then he'll be back. But uh, so, anyway, the team, they basically just ask, like, who wants to go fast? And he panned up. So I wanna he go ends – Yeah, he ends up driving this car, and he – instant rock star when it comes to – like, he's born to race. And so he very quickly becomes one of the biggest names in NASCAR uh, gets picked up by, you know, they uh, wonder bread becomes a major sponsor of his car. Uh, He's able to get his, you know, the sponsor to, to field another car with his best friend, Cal Norton Jr. And then it's, you know, it's basically, it's the tale of the rise and fall and then the Phoenix from the ashes of Ricky Bobby. You know, he, he gets the money, he's winning. He's got the hot wife. He's got the big house. And then um, a tragic car accident when a competitor from uh, Europe, Formula Formula One Racing, comes to America to race a NASCAR, and uh, Ricky Bobby's ego gets gets the best of him, and suddenly he falls, and, you know, he, he loses his sponsorship, and he loses his you know, the wife and the family, or yeah, his kids and the money and everything's gone. And the people that stick by him help build him back up, learns to go fast again. Uh, and then he ends up racing a car for uh, for himself and kind of, you know, growing as a person and uh, becoming better for it. It's truly, it's a beautiful story.
2: <laughs> Who um, made this film? Was this a Judd Apatow film?
1: Uh, Adam McKay was oh, okay. the director and producer and he is i i'm pretty sure he has Will Ferrell on like speed dial for every single one of his projects cuz i was looking just to you know kind of get an idea and i mean he was part of uh Step Brothers, Anchorman, Talladega Nights, the other guys, Anchorman 2, um, the oh, campaign get hard daddy's home uh homes and watson which was garbage um the house
2: the house
1: uh, house the house is the one where will ferrell and his wife start a underground casino
2: oh isn't amy polar in
1: that yep amy polar is
0: okay.
1: he was also part of Land of the lost bewitched um the boss which i don't actually that didn't have will ferrell in it that had um that had uh melissa mccarthy in it
2: oh right i don't know which one you're talking
1: about i mean he's part of a lot of really big comedies and like i said i if will ferrell is in it i think there's a you're pretty good chance that he's part of it
2: i have a really fun story about will ferrell actually um it's pretty well known um he was of course on um, saturday night live before he got big in film And he was on right, like the late 90s, early 2000s, and right after 9-11, of course, everyone is mourning and sad, but the show had to go on. And there's that infamous skit with, um, oh my gosh, what is the actor's name? He's from um, American Pie. He was the host. Sean William Scott and um they're all in an office setting and he says that everyone is allowed to wear something patriotic so a lot of people wear you know like
1: <laughs> an american
2: flag tie or a pin or whatever and will farrell comes in wearing the tightest just most revealing speedo with an american flag and the entire time you can tell the entire cast is trying so hard to hold it together he Will Farrell can hold it together very, very well. Like he hardly ever broke when he was on the show. He just is a genius when it comes to that. He um, is very professional. But um, I read Amy Poehler's um, memoir and she talked about that because she was in that skit. And she said, you know, it was such a hard time for this country and it was such a hard time for us. We were all just, you know, being in New York, especially, um, yep, Brayden is showing us um, some pictures of that. Um, such a wonderful skit. So funny. And she said that he helped, like, obviously not literally, but he healed America with that skit. Like he just really made us all laugh and feel a little better. So I think he really, thank you, Braden. I think he really just has a talent in doing that and just making the mundane funny. A lot of his films are very goofy and silly premises- premises is premise i well, however you want to say it um but he just does such a good job of of bringing joy to to the big screen and to the small screen too because he has also been on television um i actually saw talladega nights in theaters like the day before my first day of freshman year of high school so i remember seeing it and thinking it was just so funny i haven't seen it in years though but i do own it on dvd but you can watch it on hulu is that right nina yep nice
1: um so when adam mckay and will ferrell wanted to pitch talladega nights to sony uh they pitched it and got approval for the entire project with six words will ferrell as a nascar driver project approved
2: sign me up man nice um so tell me a little bit about um your other two favorite films uh smoking the bandit who's in that uh we have burt reynolds who else we got
1: so, smoking the bandit has uh, smoking the bandit has Burt Reynolds, it uh, Pat McCormick in it. Um, Sally Field is in it. Jerry Reed, um, Jackie Gleason, R.I.P. Homie. Um, you know some some bigger names. You know Sally Fields for one um let's see paul williams i don't know what he's been in mike henry it's a lot of pretty pretty small name people but i mean burt reynolds sally fields jerry reed and jack leeson that's 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 it that's what you got
0: so i've never seen this movie nina have you well, so I knew this was one of Brayden's favorite movies and I had never seen it. So I watched it a couple of days ago so that I would know what he was talking about. And what did you think? And
2: how, this is obviously an older film. When did it come out?
1: 1977, the same year as the original Star Wars. Oh. Uh, and it actually beat Star Wars at the box office for one week. Wow. And it was the second highest grossing film of 1977.
0: Was Burt Reynolds in other movies before that?
1: He was. Uh, Burt Reynolds was fairly... So Smoking the Bandit really isn't that far out of his wheelhouse. Um, Burt Reynolds was in... uh, Let's see, which ones came before Smoking the Bandit? Uh, He was in The Longest Yard. Mm -hmm. Um, After Smoking the Bandit in 1981, he was in Cannonball Run. Uh, he was in Boogie Nights, Riverboat.
0: Smokey and the Bandit too.
1: He was in Dukes of Hazard in 2005.
0: Wait, hold up. There's a second Smokey and the Bandit?
1: There's three Smokey and the Bandits. We don't talk about the second and third ones. Oh,
2: huh? okay. Is it like The Matrix? It... Where it's just, no,
1: it's just one
2: and done and we forget about the others?
1: Yeah. The second and third ones were absolute trash.
2: That's too bad. Yeah. What is the main premise of Smoking the Bandit?
1: Main premise of Smoking the Bandit is uh, the Bandit, Burt Reynolds' character, um, is well known uh, as somebody that is willing to take bets and kind of a show-off and you a know, showboat type of, of driver. And Big and Little Enos, who are some big money wigs in uh, the movie, make a bet with him that he can't go from Texarkana, Texas to... Georgia.
0: where, where do they go? Georgia.
1: Yeah, where in Georgia,
0: though?
2: I don't know. Braden, you should know this. It's one of your favorite movies.
1: Oh, Atlanta. I'm having a really hard time with words today. The um, capital of Georgia. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. So, um, Big and Little Enos make a bet that the bandit can't drive from Texarkana, Texas to... Atlanta, Georgia. Pick up a semi truck full of Coors beer and bring it back to Texarkana in 28 hours or less. Um, and uh, when asked why they need so much beer, they just said we're we're going to have a party and we're going to celebrate. You know, one of the drivers winning. So uh, the Bandit picks up his friend Snowman, who's going to drive the uh, the big rig, and from the money that they were going to win. Uh, the bandit buys a uh, Pontiac Trans Am at, to run block from the cops. And they. it's basically a movie where they are driving to Atlanta and they drive back. And along the way, they pick up a wandering uh, woman in a wedding dress, Sally Fields. So they pick up Sally Fields' um, character who is, um, you know, she's, she's bride. yeah she's a runaway bride and she joins in their chase well uh turns out the she was running away from her fiance, who was the son of Buford T. Justice a Texas County Sheriff and so the rest of the movie of them getting to Atlanta getting the beer and getting back is the shenanigan chart car chases of the bandit snowman and running from you know other cops, but also Buford D G Buford Buford T justice as he chases them outside his County, across state lines, trashing his car. Uh, and it's just, it's just a good hearted little movie.
2: So Nina, since you saw this, well, I'm assuming Braden, you saw this for the first time many years ago. That would be correct. And obviously, you were not alive in 1977, so you saw it in your youth. Allegedly. Allegedly. Brayden's actually 100 years old. Um, Nina. I've got the
1: Benjamin Button disease.
2: Nina, since you saw this um, in the year 2020, what did you think? Because a lot of times these older films, when you watch them in present day, sometimes they don't live up. And I obviously wouldn't know since I haven't seen it at all. So tell me, what, how, what do you think? Since Braden loves it so much, does it live up to the hype?
0: For me, it really didn't. Um, and Braden and I will argue about this probably forever. But I like a movie that has a lot of substance to the plot. And this movie just doesn't. Which there's nothing wrong with that. And there's just not a lot to it. Like, literally, you couldn't summarize this movie in two sentences and I like a movie that requires you to think a little bit more than just watching people speed at really fast Our... speeds um, but Burt Reynolds is a dreamboat and Sally Field is amazing so at least there's really good acting.
1: Now, Smoking, Nina... the, Smoking the Bandit has a, lo- a beautiful love story. Okay. It has uh, friendships that can be broken by nothing with Snowman and the Bandit. It talks about the uh, never ending tenacity of justice in the pursuit of what's right. Um, Good old fashioned American production. I mean, the Trans Am sales shot up 40% after this movie was released. Um, And you know what? I would argue that it, it even teaches confidence. I mean, look at the bandit. He's dripping with it. Like, you yeah, know what? You ever sure. feel like you're in a hard place? What would the bandit do? What w- would
0: the w- bandit w- do?
1: <laughs> like it is a beautiful film, multifaceted, with such deep connections that I can't think of any movie that would would challenge the depth of Smoking the Bandit, with the exception of Top Gun. Um, One of
0: those really- movies that you can like be texting and playing games and stuff while you're watching it because not not all that much actually happens. Sometimes you
1: just say some really dumb It sounds. is
0: very short though. Um, both Smoking the Bandit and Top Gun are like an hour and a half. So I- it's, you can, like my husband and I watch both of them in the same night. Super I love
2: season. a good 90 minute film, easy to watch. Yeah, I most likely will not fall asleep during it. I just wanted to say, Nina, I think it's funny that you say you love a movie with a lot of substance, but we both know what one of your favorite films is, which is huh. Hot Rod. Huh. Hot Rod. It a
0: lot of substance. True. It doesn't have a lot of substance, but it has a lot of catchphrases.
2: True. Brayden, name one catchphrase. For <laughs>
1: the- uh, well, the hit song... From, you know, basically the entire song, Eastbound and Down was the number two country hit of the year when it was released. So, Have you
0: seen the show Eastbound and Down?
1: What's that?
0: Have you seen the show Eastbound and Down? I
1: have. Actually, Eastbound and Down was loosely based, and his character was loosely based on the bandit.
0: I didn't make that connection until I was watching the movie, and I was like, oh, it's like Eastbound and Down, the Uh show.
1: Also, I'll have a Diablo sandwich and a Dr. Pepper And make it fast because i'm in a gd hurry
2: all right brayden tell us about your third favorite film top gun who's in it when did it come out and give us a synopsis
1: there is nothing more american than top gun uh top gun was released in
2: i'm really good before you say i'm really good at guessing when movies come out i'm gonna guess 1986.
1: 1986. Ding 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 ding.
2: Shit. Oh my god. I'm awesome. All right. Continue.
1: Okay, so Top Gun is a uh, naval fighter weapons school in um and so basically it's where they you know the Navy sends their top fighter pilots for training. Um and so the story is about um codename Maverick, who's played by Top Gun. Uh, who's a hotshot fighter pilot Wait, and hold on. his... Hold
2: on. He's played by Top Gun as in, you mean...
1: I'm sorry, Top he's Cruz. played by Tom Cruise. <laughs> I was um, like,
2: is, there an, is his name also Top Tom Gun? Tom
1: Cruise is actually legally known as Top Gun. Okay. Um, okay. okay, so yeah, so hotshot, fighter pilot, Tom Cruise, Maverick, uh, and his uh, buddy and wingman, or Rio, uh, is... Goose, so um, who's played by uh, um, Tom Anthony Edwards?
2: Oh, my bad. Well, then who's Tom Skerritt? Uh,
1: that is Mike Viper Metcalf. Okay. Um, but anyway, so they both get sent to to Top Gun, you know, the flight training school, and it's basically – the story of, you know, them going through flight school and it's, it's big competition and all of these top fighters are all, you know, they're all cocky and they're all, uh, you know, fighting for the number one position at flight school. Um, While he's there, Maverick forms, uh, you know, a little, a little romance with one of the instructors. um, And uh, who's played by Meg Ryan. So there's that, um, and then the end. You know, after graduation, uh, I'm not going to spoil the twist from the movie or the 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 heartstring pulling moment because that's just unacceptable to spoil that for anybody. But the end of the movie ends with uh, Maverick being deployed uh, on an actual, um, an actual combat mission when you know Russian MIGs are. Uh, coming into American airspace Um, and so it ends with application of what they've been learning at flight school.
0: Okay all right Nina have you seen Top Gun? I watched it in preparation for this podcast because I'd not really I had seen caught like parts of it on TV before but I'd never seen the whole thing. Um, It's another one that is like easily summarized in like two sentences so um, also I didn't really have any prior knowledge about like the because it's like the naval air division, right? Wow, I really dropped the ball here. I didn't Wait. care for this,
2: I didn't watch either of those. Did ones? I say Meg
1: Ryan? Uh, it was Kelly McGillis who was the love interest of oh.
2: Maverick. Yeah, I wouldn't have known because I haven't seen it and I, I Meg, R-
1: Meg Ryan was the love interest of Goose.
0: Okay. Mm um yeah i didn't really know anything about that there was a top gun flight school and blah 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 so it was interesting um but a lot of the things that happen in the movie are like them flying around and doing these training exercises so there's not a whole lot of like real excitement i don't think
1: jets fighter jets it, nothing's more exciting than that.
0: Literally, the entire movie is just training school.
1: The only cool. thing that goes faster than the Trans Am from Smoking the Bandit is an actual NASCAR car in Talladega Nights. Nice. And the only thing going faster than that is a friggin' jet.
0: I see how you've connected all of these things.
1: Boom, boom, boom.
0: brain likes to go fast. <laughs> yes, he does. America's
1: I... built on speed. Hot, dirty, nasty speed. Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> Michael Scott. She,
0: okay. Um, did you watch it, Jamie? No, I was just saying
2: I did not prepare for this. I didn't, I didn't watch either of those movies. I've already seen Talladega Nights. I did not see Top Gun or Smokey and the Bandit. I apologize, um, maybe in the future episodes I'll actually watch what, what people say is their favorite film, um, but I also think that it also makes me kind of a hypocrite because I would consider Top Gun one of, I haven't even seen it, but I'd say it's probably one of the most iconic films of all time. For i sure. wouldn't necessarily say the best film of all time but definitely one of the most popular and i've never seen it so the, maybe the I great need... thing
1: about the great thing about opinions is you can still have them even if they're wrong
2: okay okay fair enough
1: number um, one grossing film of 1986 by the way
2: what else came out in 1986
1: i don't know i stopped paying attention after top gun
2: so you, you weren't even alive top gun and that's it <laughs>
0: That's all I. That's all I care about. Um, real quick, um, Tom Cruise is real cute though. Back in the in that day.
1: Oh yeah. You know also, I'm- it had one of the most studly sand volleyball scenes, and I mean, like I know where I am, and even I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pay attention to this. I know um, where I am. 1986 had the release of, in addition to Top Gun, Stand By Me, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Little Shop of Horrors um short circuit
2: oh i love short circuit
1: uh crocodile dundee
2: oh r.i.p
1: little trouble in, or big trouble in little china um the three amigos so i mean some pretty iconic movies came out in 86 uh an american tale yeah like the kids movies milo and otis That wow, was this awesome is a great year, year. what happened that one. Uh the great mouse detective Transformers movie What did happen? Like how do we have all these great movies in one year and now like now what do we got?
2: I would say 99 was also a fantastic year for film. That's when we had um The Sixth Sense um oh uh, shit, The Matrix um let me just google that real quick actually there are a ton of fantastic films that came out in 99 as all of you know i am kind of obsessed with the 90s um green mile fight club 10 things i hate about you american beauty american pie um, like i said the sixth sense um october sky big daddy um blair witch project Uh, Girl Interrupted, She's All That, uh, Office Space, Bicentennial Man, Never Been Kissed, Varsity Blues, Eyes Wide Shut, But I'm a Cheerleader, and of course, one of the best animated films of all time, The Iron Giant, which I actually saw in theaters, and I remember it very very It doesn't seem like those movies were that long ago. I know, and that was 21 years ago. Can you believe, Jonathan Van Ness voice, uh, Nina, tell me where, again, we can
0: find all three of these films. Okay, so Talladega Nights is on Hulu, um, and then Top Gun and Smokey and the Bandit are so old and so few people care about them that they cannot be I'm sorry. seen anywhere. Just kidding. There's um, a sequel
1: yeah. to Top Gun in production right now. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. that Top Gun Maverick.
0: I'm just kidding. Also, um,
1: you should speak with a little bit more respect to Top Gun, considering your hat has the Top Gun logo for Granger Zone.
0: That's true. This is true
2: um you can rent
0: them though i think on on youtube
2: probably yeah i mean you can rent them anywhere you can rent them on your apple tv you can rent them through voodoo i I believe um so anywhere you can rent And that's what i love about this day and age is it's so much easier to rent movies than it was before and you don't even have to leave your house however i do miss blockbuster because blockbuster was my jam loved going there on the weekends getting a movie some candy
1: if somebody finds themselves uh, in a difficult uh, position of not being able to find the movies, shoot me a text, homie. And I will mail you the DVDs (laughs) because these are iconic classics that everybody needs to see.
2: Braden does not disappoint. He always follows through. I'll give him that. All right. Let's move on from films. Um, Let's talk about some new stuff. uh, Yes.
1: Real quick. Fun facts about Top Gun.
2: Oh, please. please Uh,
1: Val Kilmore uh, had no interest in actually playing the movie, but he was contractually obligated by the studio, uh, which was probably good for him considering it was the highest grossing movie of 86. And then the soundtrack could have been totally different. Um, for one, um, REO Speedwagon was supposed to record a song, but they ended up not doing it cause they couldn't, uh, they couldn't arrange their own composition. And then Danger Zone, the iconic song by Kenny Loggins, was originally meant to be recorded by Toto.
2: Really? That's odd.
1: So, way to go, Toto. Really missed the boat on that one.
2: I just also really quick have to mention a few other fantastic films that came out in 99. Jawbreaker, Man on the Moon, Boondock Saints, and um, uh, Sleepy Hollow
1: boondock saints another movie where if the sequel never ever existed we'd all probably be better for it
2: and also tarzan which is one of my favorite disney films of all time um
1: you'll be in my heart don't
2: sing that or i will cry i sing that to my son and I, i to this day tear up every time i hear that song um okay so let's move on to um some other things that we're watching right now um We did not have a designated show or film to watch this week. um, So it kind of opened at least uh, me up to watching a couple of different things. Um, Let me just start right off the bat. Um, Hamilton was released on Disney+. Plus. I watched
0: it. Nina, Braden, did you watch Hamilton? I watched it, of course. Um, Loved it. It was amazing. Um, I saw it when it was in Omaha with um, the off-Broadway cast. And it was great then, too. And it's even more amazing with the original cast. So I was very, very happy with it. Um, I don't think Brayden watched it yet.
1: I saw it, but I was honestly busy watching Top Gun and Talday Gnights.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Brayden, you're not really a big musical fan, are you?
1: I love musicals. Oh. Um, my two of my openings for top five movies are also frequently filled by openings. Uh, any of the three Pitch Perfect movies. Um you know, which I realize is not a musical, but I mean, it's, it's adjacent.
2: It's a musical film. There's, there's, you know, like School of Rock and uh,
1: God, School of Rock was good.
2: Oh, School of Rock is fantastic. I actually saw the the stage version of that uh, last year. It wasn't very good. And you know what? The kids were extremely talented, but it just, it it lost a lot of the grittiness of the movie. Like it just wasn't, it was more like cute than it was, you know, rock and roll. You know what I mean? Um the
1: kids ugly. Is that it? No, the kids, kids were not no,
2: no, the kids were not ugly. It was just it was too cutesy. <laughs> it was too cutesy yeah. for me. Um, no, I, I loved Hamilton. I actually did not get a chance to see it when it was in Omaha just because it is extremely expensive. And um I think I was deciding between that and trying to see Dear Evan Hansen, which got canceled because of the pandemic. Um, but I I had a wonderful time watching that. And now I cannot get the music out of my head. I keep singing it. It is long though. It is almost three hours. So if you're going to sit there and watch it with your family, get prepared because it's, it's a long one. It's good, but long. Um, I also watched... Um, unsolved mysteries which is on netflix they rebooted that show holy shit it is so great um i know nina doesn't like the spooky stuff so i'm sure you didn't see it
0: nope sure didn't it keeps coming up and i'm like "Mm, no
2: it's spooky and it's real too which makes it even spookier uh brayden what, what do you think about like you know true crime type stuff
1: what's your opinion like true crime shows and movies and things like that like murder stuff Yes. Yeah, no, I'm out. I ain't not got to talk about that. I ain't about that. Nope. Well,
2: I need to just get a new group of people to talk about this with. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was fantastic. And if you're a fan of the original um, 80s and 90s television show, it is, um, it is great. And it is directed and put together very well. It's actually produced by the same team who made Stranger Things. And it does not have a host, unlike the original show. Um, I think they thought, based on what I read, they felt that they couldn't replace the original host because he was so iconic. Um, so it's it's there it is hostless, but it is wonderful. Um, had a great time, definitely spooked me, and I may have had a nightmare after I watched it late at night. Yikes. Um, it was still great. And then I also started watching the newest season of Queer Eye, which my God, that Fantastic. show Fantastic. So wholesome and wonderful, makes me cry every single time, every episode brings tears to my eyes. Is this and the wedding
0: season or is this the Kansas City season? This is the Philadelphia season. Oh, I didn't see that. Isn't there one that they're doing, maybe it's a spinoff, that it's like just of like weddings?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You I, thinking of Say Yes to the Dress?
0: No.
2: <laughs> um, no, the season was filmed in Philadelphia. I've seen two episodes so far. There is one of a gay pastor. Which is incredible. Very moving.
1: Yeah, that was a fantastic episode.
2: Yes. And then the second episode is a um, woman who owns a dog grooming shop. And that one was also very good. I just love that group of men. They are fantastic. They are life changers. And if you need something wholesome to watch that's going to make you feel good inside... Queer Eye is, is the way to go. It is available on Netflix, the newest season. So, what are you guys watching right now? What's something new that you have seen that you really enjoyed?
0: I don't think I've really watched anything other than catching up on the movies that I knew Brayden was going to talk about, um, watching Hamilton. We've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine still. I'm, oh, I just finished season one, so I'm like super behind still, but really enjoying that as like a funny little sideshow to watch kind of in the evenings. I watched um, what is that guy's name? I watched another stand-up last night, which I really enjoyed. Hmm. Uh, let me see what it was called. While
2: you find that, Brayden, is there any new shows that you have watched that you really enjoyed? Or started at least?
1: Uh, I have been watching Dave on Hulu.
2: Yes. Which
1: is the like sort of documentary mockumentary type show i don't know what would you call it
2: it's yeah it's 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 like loosely based on his life right he's what so my husband my husband Uh, loves that show and he's what a like a comedian rapper little Little dicky yes i like you know from the few episodes that i watched i did like it
0: I like that I have a whole category on Netflix that's called gay TV shows. Hell yeah. Um, the one that I was talking about was called Say I Do, um, the, sh- the wedding show. It's from the same producers as Queer Eye, but it's not the oh. same cast. Okay. FYI, little side note. Gotcha. Um, Can you find it? Oh, that? I watched season two of The Politician <gasps> right after we watched season one. How yes. was the second season um, it was away? It was good. Um, there should be a third season. Oh, okay. so, and that just came out literally like at the beginning of June. So season two is super fresh. Um, so I'm guessing probably around this time next year we'll have a season three.
2: I mean, who knows? Because again, with true everything being postponed, who knows when any of our shows are coming back. I think I read an article somewhere that, yeah, with, with everything being postponed, all films, television, there might not be any new content for a while which is kind of scary. But you know what? There are so many streaming shows. it's I feel like it would take you years to watch everything and then have nothing else to watch.
0: True. I really want to watch Athlete A. Did you see when Jody was talking about that?
2: Yes, I did. So that is like a docu-series about gymnastics?
0: Yep. So do you remember a few years ago when Larry Nasser, who was like the um, United States gymnastics like team doctor for many, many years – um, like, a whole bunch of women came forward and said that he had, like, sexually assaulted them um, during their time as U.S. – U.S.A. gymnast, like, in U.S.A. Olympic gymnastics. So, um, he's in jail, but it's supposedly just a documentary about all of the women that he assaulted and, like, how it came to be that he actually finally got arrested because it was, like, decades, I think, that he had been sexually uh, assaulting women. Gross. So – yeah that guy sucks
2: <gasps> oh but. my god this reminded me because it reminded me of mark salling from glee have you guys heard this is brand new um about um, yes, naya N- rivera N- yes um naya rivera who played santana on glee is presumed to be dead because she went missing on a boat her son her four-year-old son was found on the boat by himself she supposedly jumped into the river and they haven't found her yet and i keep thinking that the people in the show are cursed because this will be the if she's not found alive this will be the third person that has died that was a main character on that show
0: ah that's super creepy i think there might be a curse for sure maybe maybe yeah brayden
2: did you watch glee were you a fan of glee
1: i was a very big fan of glee the early seasons and then it kind of got really bad to be pretty terrible
2: it was it was um but did you ever find out what that comedian was? No, I can't remember, and it's not showing up. So you can just cut that part.
0: <laughs> but So I'm I'm assuming that it wasn't very memorable. If you don't remember, but it was. It was this comedian that I really liked, but I can't remember his name. Oh, it was Jim Jeffries. Oh, I love. Jim I think Jeffries. he's so funny. He's yes. very funny. I love. Yeah, him. Um, he's got a new newer sometime this year came out on um, the Netflix stand up. That's really funny.
2: Nice. So um, while we're on the, on the subject of, of shows, so we all have shows that we can watch over and over and over again. We can fall asleep to, we can do household chores to, or work to um, without feeling like we're missing anything because we've seen it so many times. Um, so Braden, what are some of those shows for you? I feel like you've mentioned them before, um, but what are some of the shows that you can watch over and over and over again? And are they streamable? Where can we find them?
1: Do you want the ones that I've already said like eight times on this podcast or do you want something new? Tell them all. Okay. Uh, I can always watch Parks and Rec because it's one of the best TV shows ever made. Certainly better than The Office. Um, We're not going there, bud. Move on. Uh, I'll do what I want because this is my special day. This is my special <laughs> po- podcast. Okay. okay. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, Oh! also, you can watch uh, Parks and Rec on Hulu. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is on Hulu. Um, and then I can always watch uh, Happy Endings, which is, shockingly, available on Hulu.
2: Who is in Happy Endings?
1: Happy Endings has uh, many characters of substance, some that have gone to be bigger and some that have gone to be smaller and also the information that you're looking for is um it has Eliza Coop, uh Alicia Cuthbert Cuthbert, uh Adam Polly, Damon Wayans Jr., uh Casey Wilson, uh Zachary Knighton.
2: Aside from Wayans, I don't know any of those people by name. I'm just going to look up a picture of the cast. Aside from who? The Wayans. Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans.
1: Oh. Um, you would know Adam Pauly from, um, what would you know him from? He was in Sonic. Did you see? Did you see the, new, the Sonic?
2: new Sonic? I didn't. Was it any good? It was good. I really liked it, actually.
1: Oh, I th- um, yeah, I think you would mentioned that, Nina. Mm-hmm. Past- Did you watch The Mindy Project?
2: No. I had, I've seen episodes, but it's on my list of shows to binge.
1: Mm, he was in Dirty Grandpa. Uh, he was in Iron Man 3.
2: I honestly, I'm looking at a picture of the cast. I don't know any of them. Except I think the brunette, I think she's been in, she was on SNL for a little bit, wasn't she? Casey Wilson? Maybe I don't know. May- I would have to do a little bit more digging, but um, Nina, what are those shows for you that you can watch over and over
0: again? Um, definitely The Office, um,
1: because you don't have to pay attention to it.
0: Well, I've seen it so many times that I don't really have to pay attention to it. It's one of those shows that I like to put on to fall asleep, too. You know, Same it's funny, but I play yeah. it while I make dinner, too. It's just so funny. Um, Friends is a big one for me, which I know you guys don't really agree with, but it's hilarious and classic and iconic, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Um, that's and that's really so- kind of it. I think I've mentioned on here before that I'm not really a big rewatcher of things. Um, the only thing that I will really rewatch as far as movies go is like Harry Potter. Um, if i've seen it once and i just don't like, super care to watch it again i'll also co- some comedies you know like hot rod like my favorite movies but for the most part like if i see a movie in theaters like um, i'm probably never gonna watch it again
1: you don't rewatch watch movies not really the best part is rewatching them it's like pizzas like it's know. even better the second day I, like i like the chinese
0: i like the element of like hearing a joke for the first time or you know that that Kind of thing, I don't really. Once I already know what's gonna happen, I like kind of lost interest.
2: Um, can't really. Sorry, I, I love yeah, watching I don't know, movies. it's kind of annoying.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've watched several movies, heck, I just watched 21 and 22 Jump Street again. Oh, checked- I've
0: seen those like a thousand times only because somehow they just keep getting funnier the more I watch them, but for them, like for other movies, I just don't really like rom-coms like I don't need to re-watch them you know what
2: you know you guys want to know what I watched the other night it's on Amazon Prime and I saw it and I just I had to watch Harriet the Spy
0: do you guys remember that Nickelodeon film from the mid-90s I don't know if I I know about it and it was a book too wasn't it yes yeah I don't think I ever saw it
2: honestly it still holds up i mean it's a kids movie it's not you know anything you know it's not a masterpiece by any means but it's adorable and it is so incredibly 90s it came out in 96 which was like peak like baggy clothes like just you know very grunge look and i just love everything about it it has rosie o'donnell in it and of course michelle trackenberg as the the lead character um I honestly kind of got a little teary eyed. I, I don't know. Everything makes me cry anymore. So, but I, I don't, I don't know. It held up. I thought it was fun. And then I'd say for me, as far as like, y'all know the shows that I love to rewatch. I of course will watch the office over and over and over again. Same thing. I love to watch it when I fall asleep. I will rewatch parks and rec as well. I will rewatch, um, 30 rock. I've been starting to rewatch, um, those are probably my three go-to as of right now. There are other shows that I have rewatched in the past, like I rewatched Breaking Bad before El Camino came out last year. But uh, it's one of those shows that it's so brutal and it's also very long that I can't really intense. It is very intense. Like, I can't watch that over and over and over again because it makes me sad and it's insane. But uh, just a goofy 20-minute sitcom that I can watch over and over and over again, I'm all about that. And so...
1: Did you see that uh, 30 Rock is doing an hour special that they're releasing on the 16th?
2: Yes, I absolutely did. By the time this comes out, this episode comes out, that will be out. So perhaps the next episode we will talk about it. But um, I'm, I'm pumped great show. I also saw speaking of 30 rock that Tina Fey polled a few episodes that featured Blackface. Um, given the, the time that we are living in in this country, there are a lot of people change like we were before we started recording this, we talked about the Dixie Chicks changing their name to just the chicks. Um, Lady Antebellum changed their name to just Lady A. Um, tons of people coming out and apologizing for for things that did not age well, I guess I'll just say. Um, and Tina Fey pulled a couple of episodes from 30 Rock that featured blackface. She pulled them so far to the point that they are not available anymore anywhere. If you have a DVD, that is the only place that you like that you purchased in the past. That is the only place that you'll be able to find those episodes. Well, hey, um, that that concludes our episode um, with Brayden. Thank you so much for being our guinea pig for our new little... Um, thing- I would argue
1: that this will probably be the best episode ever released.
2: It was a good one. I think this is. I think this is fun, and I'm excited to have more of our recruiters on the show. Again, thank you, Braden, for joining us for our first one. Now, tell us where else can we find you? Um, where are you on social media? Do you have anything else that you want to plug? And um, yeah, just where else can we find you?
1: I'm actually not on social media, um, which is amazing. I'm just kidding. I, you can find me on the Facebooks. You can find me on the Instagrams, the Snoop shoots, uh, the Twitters. Um, you know, really just anywhere where the conversation is happening, I'm there.
2: Braden, do you have any like personalized Atlas items that you have for sale? Uh,
1: not for sale, but I did just create and send out to some of my active travelers um, a custom Team Braden Pride Month shirt, uh, which is my normal like Team Braden logo with the cowboy hat and everything. But it's rainbowed. Um, So, you know, it's like me, it's about as subtle as a kick straight to the face.
2: Nice. Well, hey, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciated it. This was fun. And uh, guys, we'll see you next week. We have um, a film that uh, Nina actually brought forward that we are going to review. And um, get ready, we have a ton of our recruiters that are going to be on the show talking about their favorite movies and shows and I'm really excited for it but until then if there's anything that you guys are watching that you think that we should give a review let us know until then um keep on streaming guys we'll see you next time
0: thank you for tuning in to another episode of atlas now streaming let us know in the comments what you're watching and if we should give it a review until next time keep streaming